Hey everybody, it's your girl Naime with Digging In with Naime. Uh, by the time you hear this, it is January 2nd, I think, right? That's a Thursday, January 2nd. And how exciting it is. Um, 2019's been a stressful yet good year for me. Um, but I'm just excited to be here in 2020 and just for what's to come. Your girl completed, as you all know, her uh, 12 books. I read 12 books. Actually, I read 14. December, I ended up reading three books. <laughs> so that worked out really dope. Um, but I'm excited for just 2020 and some different goals I have. I have a guest today who I'm really excited for. I feel like I've been trying to get this person in for a while. We talked about this a while ago. Mm -hmm. um, but I've known this person like my whole life um and i don't know why he's kept me around <laughs> but i'm still here everyone nathaniel butler hey, hi everybody hi <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was the, the worst valley girl ever <laughs> everybody it's me nathaniel butler aka nasty nate aka nathaniel butler <laughs> <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself all right, so um, I'm a Leo first off. No, I'm just kidding. I don't do it. Um, so I am a uh, stamp comedian. Not professionally. Well, trying to be professionally. So uh, y'all pray for me on that. But I have been doing stand-up since I was 11 years old. Um, so I'm doing it now, trying to make something out of it. Um, when I'm not doing that, I'm working. I work at a hospital, uh, inventory associate. A hospital here in uh, Phoenix, and when I'm not doing that, I in my spare time I'm writing. Yeah, writing, working on a novel, hopefully. Are you really? That's yeah. your writing. Hopefully, Perfect. yeah. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Do you want to give us a little glimpse of what it is right now? It's basically an erotic thriller um, about this guy who basically navigates his life through um, mishappenings in okay. uh, his life, but he has a girlfriend, but. Um, for some reason, he can't figure out why he can't be happy. And during that search, he is trying to um, figure that out for himself. But And during that search, he's making mistakes. And there's a twist to it to where he actually goes to a high school reunion and something crazy happens there, which starts this whole trip with him and his friends from high school about trying to solve something before things get really out of hand. So Got it. Okay. That's kind of the premise of the book so far. Well, you know, I am an avid reader. Yeah, so. my new book number number one. <laughs> the one you'd be like, uh, skip this book. <laughs> I and love it that, but it's trash. I'm editing, so. Oh, that's true, editor. yeah. Under, yeah. yeah. Call me. All right, free 99. I like that. Uh. <laughs> As she scratches her head. <laughs> All right, so you actually said um, something. So I'm working on, and I've been actually. On and off with this, I think it started in 2017. Um, I'm working on, and I did the, a little bit of this with the uh, Artists for Change Volume Three uh -huh. with the panelists, where we talked about the idea of um, like being a professional, yeah, right? or being. But you said that you're achieving to be a professional. Why? What? What do you mean? Are you not like, a professional now? No, according to my bank account, I'm not. <laughs> That's like you need some help, brother. Like, so then I'm what, very... does, what does a professional mean, especially in your craft? I think that. To, to, well, for me, I think that it's the fact that um, because a com comedy only goes as far as your name goes. I feel like so if people don't know who you are, you're not going to get bookings. You're not going to get people to come to your show. Um, you're not going to get any type of. Um, you know, lack of a better word, clout. And um, that's really big in the comedy business because you're basically working for yourself. I mean, people help you get the shows, you know, you get people that help you get booked and stuff. But when you're on stage, you're by yourself, so you're really working for yourself. So I think that for me professionally, that would mean just me being able to, you know, go to a show and people are like, oh my gosh, we go, let's go see Nathaniel Butler. He's performing here, you know, like, like when Kevin Hart comes, you know, everybody goes to that show and he like, Tickets sell out, you know, or, um, you know, anybody that's huge in the comedy game, people go, like, tickets sell out. So, I'm not saying, like, I want to get in that level where, all oh, I'm selling tickets, but just a level where, like, I can comfortably be like, you know, I have some extra money around and uh, my bills are paid and I'm not having to stress as much, you know, in that type of way. Because I feel like with success always comes a stress with that, you know, the more money, the more problems, they say. But I feel like that at least being professional in that area may help relieve that stress if I come to that success where I'm constantly doing something whether it's like me just doing comedy or 
that can turn into me doing speaking gigs. That's always something I always wanted to do as well, like speak at schools to kids and stuff like that. So I will use my comedy as a way to, you know, segue into that. So I think that that would be a great like outlet financially, I feel like, at least for me professionally. So that's what I mean by professionally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, they say I'm, well, do you think that's all around or that's specifically for comedians? I think it's all around. I think with any job you can, you can get to that status of, um, you know, I have to go see this person. Like even like surgeons, oh my gosh, doctor, you know, Dr. Bones is like doing this surgery. I have to go see him. He's the only one that can help me, you know? So it's like, if you are good at self-promoting yourself and, and good at getting people to respect what you do and actually enjoy what you do, I think that, I think professionally in any type of aspect, it can work out for you. Unless you're a serial killer, then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people want you. I don't think you want people knowing your name. <laughs> but I, I would say, like, I'm a professional dancer, and I don't have people who necess- necessarily go out of the way to come, like, running to buy tickets to come see me perform or anything. But I would say, I would still say, I'm a professional dancer. I, yeah, I mean, I guess in that sense, that would be whatever you define it. You know, because you asked me what defines it for me, so right. that's what I think. But so for you, the def- definition could be I'm doing it. I'm professional. You know what I mean? But I'm not professional to you. No, to me, if you think you are, I think no, you no, are. No, 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 no. No, because the question. no, no, no. The question is, do you think I'm professional? Yes. Not? No, no, no. That's but by your definition. By I'm my not. definition, I'm not. When it comes to me, yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, you're not making because, sense. Because yeah, because I can't. Because to me, I can't. I'm not in a place to judge anybody about what they feel they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, because right. I don't know what their financial situation is. I don't know what bills they pay. I don't know anything about that person besides what they're doing. And if they say I'm a professional, I have no room to judge unless I'm like, okay, I don't see here and here. But I don't judge people that best off of that. Like, I judge them what they what they tell me. You know, if you're a professional, if you feel that way, then I believe you or I respect that you feel that you are. You know, that's just how I feel about it. Mm, whatever. <laughs> so you're dodging I'm it. running for president in 2020. <laughs> so if you want to vote for oh, me, Lord. put my name on the ballot. <laughs> put my name on the ballot. Put it on there because it's put not it on, on the right now. You gotta put it on there for him. So how do you, especially specifically in comedy, how do you perfect your craft? Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of bad nights. Honestly, um, the worst. The worse you do, I feel like the better you become. And it's such a arbitrary thing because your goal is not to fail. But if you're succeeding at something or if you have the illusion you're succeeding at something, people will feed you that. You know what I mean? And, and it's hard to find, uh, not to say support because support is there, but it's hard to find people to say to you, that wasn't good. I didn't enjoy that. And I feel like you get that realist type of response from people you don't know. So every time I fail a show, which is more often than not, I really take an account on what kind of makes it better, what kind of makes it better. And one thing I love about my fiance, she's actually really good at telling me if I'm if I'm really crappy. Like she'll straight up tell me like you ain't getting none because that was crappy. Like I don't I can't even be with you right now because that was horrible. Like literally she'll she'll tell me that stuff and um, I respect that a lot because it's like I, I need that push um, to to get better because I feel like what I say can only go so far and I'm always trying to find some new relevance in my life how I can relate to the world today because I feel like a lot of things that we go through is relevant if you tell the right story so that's Mm. what I try to do I try to find a way to tell my story in a relevant way so sometimes it hits sometimes it doesn't but if it doesn't at least I know that if I do fail I can always go back to the drawing board and say this joke is smart but how can I make it funny? Or this joke is funny, but how can I make it smaller? So that's trying to find that delta balance. It's like dance. You you find that balance, you know, and that, that rhythm. So Okay. What does your training look like? Like quote unquote. Um for me, I uh do a lot of voice memos. A lot of voice memos. I used to do a lot of note cards, but the time isn't there, especially when I'm driving, I'm not gonna be like, Oh yeah, I'm write this note card and like and potentially kill myself because I'm trying to write down this joke. So um, I have gravitated to my phone a lot to do a lot of my um, comedy stuff, and when I do, I'll uh, that's when I start practicing it out out loud. I'll, sometimes I'll go in the mirror or from the shower. That's, that's probably the best time. Either they say the shower or the toilet. That's the best time mm-hmm. you do working yourself because you're, you you're have to be yeah, yeah you're, you're alone exactly. You know, when you're pushing it out, you're like <clears throat> so you're thinking about something. So I'm always trying to think about. Um, 
what I can can do to improve on what I just said to myself, like in the recording or what I wrote down. And it's, to me, I, I try to practice my cadences or I try to practice my rhythm and my pacing because um, if I'm trying to you know do a set that's longer than 10, 20 minutes, I, I want to try to make sure I can pace my jokes out to where I can receive the laughs but still keep the audience you know, wanting more. It's like pulling them in, basically. So that's what it looks like for me, basically. It's just, just sitting down and... Um, looking at what I what I wrote or what I said and then like when I said like I'm in the shower or something I'll say it out loud and I'll just kind of think oh yeah it's funny maybe I should say it this way or maybe I should add this accent or maybe I should do some impression here so it's a, it's, it's a mixture of a whole lot of just you know trial and error how long have you been pursuing your comedy like actually actually doing it um shoot so I didn't actually start doing it I was living with my best friend uh her name is Zara and um, I just got out of like a, a relationship and I was like feeling really, really crappy. And I was just like, oh man, I want to do something like, I just need to do something to get out of this funk. And I want to say I was 22 or 21. Because I, I know I, I just had my daughter, I believe. So it was around that time, I believe, when I had her. Um, so I was 18. Yeah. 18, 17. So it was. That makes sense. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, at least. Yeah, it was all oh, wow. Can't believe it was that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean that makes sense when I think about the first show I saw you at. Was that your first show? The one at what was your very first show? Um, Tempe and Fro- Tempe and Improv Faces of Comedy. Yeah, so I was there for that one. Yeah, yeah I was like eighteen. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. Okay. You brought? Didn't someone come with you? Uh, or did, I thought Kim came with you. Or Kim. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kim came with me. So then what uh, what have you learned about yourself, especially, or specifically in this last year of 2019, like in, in, in your comedy? In my comedy? Um, or because of your comedy, maybe. That it's okay to hurt mm-hmm. because when you do something or when you go through something and it affects you that deeply... I, I always say to people, there's humor in that. There's always humor in, in something if you're willing to laugh at it, if you're willing to listen to it. And if, like I said, I go back to what I said earlier, if you can find a way to make that relevant to people, people will connect with that. Because some people go, oh yeah, you know, I, I had done something like that similar, or I, I do remember me going to something like that, or I have a friend that actually went through that. So they can relate to it and it makes them comfortable to know that somebody, you know, is on stage telling a story that, that's familiar to them. So that thing, that's what I realized. Because I, I talked about, in one of my sets, I talked about how um, I got robbed um, at um main event. which I, at, main <laughs> at main event? Yeah, I wasn't. Outside or inside? I was, uh, I was inside, but the car got broken into. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, it, was, it was so funny because uh, they announced my um, fiance's name on the intercom. And I was like, oh, she must have won something. <laughs> like, I was so excited. Oh, my gosh. You want something, girl? Go ahead. Get yours. And then the lady came up to her. She's like, yeah, your car was broken into. And I was like, what? I'm telling you, you never seen a Negro hop up so fast <laughs> and do the Usain Bolt. I sprinted out there. And there was like four or five cops out there just like serving on the car. And I was just freaking out. Like, I was saying some curse words. I was upset. And uh, what was funny is that my brothers were with me. And my twin brother, him and I are like, we're not... We're not completely different, but in some things we're polar opposite of. Like he's really, um, he's really like a like a I don't care attitude. Yes. And so like when he was when he, uh when it happened, he was like no, F, he's like F this man. We're about to go five hundred. He got in his car and started driving around the block <laughs> looking for the people who broke in the car. Like he was ready to fight, and I was just, just upset. But I talked about that in my set. And so when people after the show were like, man, it's like, I've been robbed too. That was so crazy like, that you talked about it. Or it was funny talking about it happened to me. Like, So it's it's a way to connect with people when I felt like, oh, I felt good. Like, oh, man, like it was crappy what happened. But at the same time, I was like, man, like it was nice to know that I wasn't alone in that. Like, so, yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of catharticism in that to me. That's cool. Uh this is off the rail a little bit. Oh, yeah. So your teeth are very white. Um, yeah, because I, I brush them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you brush your teeth with? So, okay, I, I don't know the name. I'll, I'll find it for you. Okay. So what I do is I use a Colgate. Shout out to Colgate. Y'all support this podcast. Uh-uh. Uh, Colgate, <laughs> brighten your smile. Uh- <laughs> 
but they ain't paying nothing over here. I'm trying to get you paid, girl. Shoot, <laughs> give me some samples. Uh, I use uh, Colgate uh, Total Care, and what I I was on um I was on this website and they sell a lot of weird stuff that you, that you wouldn't think to look for, and it was this toothpaste. It was like blueberry toothpaste, but what it does is it specifically winds toothpaste. And I saw the commercial they did, and they sucked me in. They sucked me in that commercial because it was this lady. She was brushing teeth. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Everybody brushes her teeth, but she had a dirty shoe. I'm talking about like like shoe, shoe like Van Buren, like Third Avenue shoe, and she dipped the toothpaste in the shoe and brushed it, and the shoe turned white. And I was like, oh my gosh, if my teeth look like that shoe, I'm in good business. No, that sounds bad to put it in your mouth. That's okay. not like a piece you be putting in your mouth. Exactly. So that's like Coca Cola. Why do you drink it when you know it cleans a penny? We'll still drink it. Like what? So I brought it and I was like, okay, I'm gonna buy it. And if the ingredients don't look right, I'm not gonna try it. And so I bought it. It comes in like three weeks later. Tell me why there's no ingredients. <laughs> And you still used it. I still it. used it. Oh I was like, well, because it was all in Jap- Japanese or Chinese, I, can't, I can't tell. I don't know the difference. So it was in uh, Asian writing. So I was like, I don't know what it is. So I tried it. I've been doing it. And I noticed a difference in like three brushes. It was insane. And like even my fiance was like, oh my God, your teeth look wider. I was like, I was like, yeah, try it. And her teeth started getting wider. So it works. I don't know the name of it. I don't know if it's going to give me cancer or not, but it works. Did you even look it up to see like the reviews? I did. And people were saying that it, it works well for them. That um, No one had. No, one had, no one thing that someone said was that if you leave it in your mouth too long, it gets time to numb it. And that <laughs> actually happened to me. And I was like, I touched it in my tongue. Like, How if, long do you brush your teeth so, for? What's a long time? Because I, I have my, a timer to brush my teeth. I, I get this from my mom. Okay. My mom, okay, when I was growing my mom, she would brush her teeth. I'm not even kidding you. I felt like it was 20 minutes. She would brush her teeth for it. Just straight hair. And she was rigorous with it. And then she was like, ah, ah, ah. And I was like, either she's dying or she's getting minty breath. It was one of the two. And um, I think I, I latched onto that. So now when I brush my teeth, I, I never feel like I'm... I'm doing it enough because my mom, I was so used to watching her brush her teeth for so long a time that when I do it, two minutes feels like it's so short. So I'll probably do it for at least like seven minutes. I'll brush my teeth. But yeah. your teeth don't get enough. That's fine. Yeah. Well, it did one time because I left. So what I did was I, I brushed my teeth one time and I left it in there, my mouth, and I took a shower. <laughs> And then I got done spit it out, and um, oh, the whole shower you just had yeah, to- just fall my mouth like a rabbit Why? dog. I don't know because I was in a rush. I you can even spit it out in the I shower. I could have, I could have. I don't like mentioning the soap with the toothpaste, and we're I don't know. I'm worried about that. So okay. I went. To, I got a shower, and then uh, my fiance was getting ready. She was like, "You ready to go?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm ready to go." She's like, "What the heck?" I was like, "She's like, what happened in your mouth?" I was like, "We talking about?" Like, I didn't know that my tongue was like going out until like she started telling me. And I was like, "Oh my god, my tongue is numb." Like it was bad, but. It only lasted like three minutes, so it was good after that, but yeah, it was, oh my gosh. It, it happened, <laughs> yeah. But this is great toothpaste. Oh, great, yeah. I, probably won't use yeah. It. I started, um, I'm just finishing my last tube, but I'm going to start buying the, the little like capsules for toothpaste. Capsules. So I haven't seen those. So it's, it is, so I'm trying to be plastic free. Yeah, I remember you telling me that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so the capsules eliminate plastic. It oh, okay. It comes in like a tin thing. And it's literally just little capsules that you pop in your mouth, you chew it around, and then it becomes like foamy as toothpaste. Oh, and then you just brush. brush. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't even tried it yet, but I've seen it, and so I'm going to try it. But I still have a rule of mine going to 20. So, and then I want to talk about your goals, 2020 goals. Okay. One of my goals um, is I want a whole no buy year. No what? No buy. Like no boys and girls. B U Y. Oh, B U Y. Okay, okay, okay. Just okay. I didn't know. All right, Nami. Go ahead, girl. (laughs) So, (laughs) I'm going to go. You edit all this out. Watch. I can't use none of this. I ain't got time for all that no more. I I told you my laptop is busted. What it is is what it is. It just is what it is. Actually, no. So, I use Anchor to record it, and it has a little bit of editing. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, I have a no-buy year, and what this is, B-U-I. B-U-I, yeah. B-U-I. And what this <laughs> is, is that um, I cannot go and purchase anything that I do not need. Okay, that's smart. Yeah. Because a lot that you don't need until you know you don't need it, you yes. know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, and I, just, yeah. I felt, I started, uh, just, I just started being more conscious of what I've been buying and where my money's been going, and I also just don't, I, I want to stop giving my money to, um... 
companies mm-hmm. and corporations. Yeah. And so another a part of the no buy rules when I do purchase things, it has to be from mom and pop shops. Okay. Um, like local, local businesses, mm-hmm. yeah. Local businesses, and yeah. then every now and then uh, I could do obviously like other places from out of the country or state, but again, it has to be small businesses. It can't be this big global yeah corporation like Amazon or something like that. Or, right, yeah. can't do that no more. Uh, but a part of so with my no buyer, um, I can't buy like I have a whole rules of what I can't buy. Like I can't buy clothes at all unless like I again I need something. Yeah. Right, there's idea of that we're having no actually no not even that no I can't buy it. <laughs> I just can't. So why your clothes like ripped and tattered? Like they're not though. Well, if they are though, what if you get in like a like a forest fire or something like With that? Every single one of my yeah. Like, say you try to backpack. Then obviously I need something. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, a part of the rule though, in which I've also been doing this rule since September. But a part of my rule, and this is how I know I have way too much stuff, where I'm still not halfway through half the things I own. Really? Do but, some still have tags in it though? Yeah, I actually I do okay, have some clothes yeah, tags. Yeah. But like for my toothpaste, I didn't realize I had six things of toothpaste. Yeah. Full? Full. And so I've been, yeah, because you know when you forget, oh, I bought two that yeah. once. I mean, yeah. And so my rule is I had to go through all of it before I repurchase. But, yeah. Which is smart. It yes. makes, yeah. Yes. That's practical. Um, so like I bought two new hairbrushes, but then, but that's also because I realized I've had these same hairbrushes for. Yeah. But at a certain time, you have to replace hairbrushes. Right. And so, yeah. so that's really all it is to replace something because it needs to be replaced. But other than that, I hope to not buy. Another thing, um, so I cannot. I can't purchase alcohol. Dang, the drunk. Toilet wine? No. <laughs> First of all, I don't get drunk. <laughs> but if, if I do like find myself drinking, it will be because someone else, I'm at a party or something, yeah. and someone has purchased it. And then you it. take the bottle home with you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy it. <laughs> You're smart. I like that. Oh, Lord. I like that. I'm trying to think. Uh, I can only eat out once a month unless I'm celebrating someone's birthday, then that counts. Or yeah. a party or something. But yeah, I put a lot of rules just to help me. Um, I, I want to travel more, and so and that's also an exception to the rule from traveling. Yeah, I can eat out. Yeah, but I want to. I want to make sure that I travel more, um, and I just I want to be smarter. Yeah, with my finances, and it's, I don't want anyone just having my money. Yeah, it's true, and it's, it's hard, but it's very doable. It's very, yeah, it's yeah. Very I've doable. seen a few people do it. Like yeah. I googled it on YouTube and stuff, and they talked about. It. I was like, oh, we can do this. You should start. You should start vlogging it. Mm, that just seems like so much work. You think so? You have your phone with you all the time? I what? You have your phone with you all the time, don't you? So, I actually haven't been on my phone. Oh, wow. Uh, the last, really the month of December, I've just been, so, so I think within, so my mom, as you know, had her surgery. Yeah. So from September, October, maybe November, I just started to, you know, you just, when death stares at the door and you're unsure if someone's going to die or not. Yeah. And then my grandfather passed, excuse me. I started to just think, like, what are things I value and what are things I don't? Yeah. What are you putting energy and time into? Yeah. Yeah. And and my phone just ended up being one of those things that I put way too much into. And so I just started to slowly, like, get away from it. Went off of that. Mm -hmm. Today, um, but the thing is, the funny thing is that, so my work, uh, other than dance, but some of my work is, like, online, right? Social media, even, like, podcasting, right? I use this stuff. So today, I had to do work, and so I found myself on my phone a lot more than I have been at all this month. But I just, I want to be off the radar. Mm-hmm. Like, completely. I want, and I said this, I want to be in a space where you only know where I, you only have access to me if I give it to you. Yeah. Like, like I don't want social media anymore. My yeah. personal accounts. I have business accounts. But I don't want, I don't want social media. I say that after I just posted a, a little... A selfie? Video <laughs> hey, looking good. <laughs> I posted something today. Look at my curls. <laughs> Follow me. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so I say that after I just posted something, yeah. but uh, yeah, I kind of I just want to be off the radar. Yeah, social media is a an animal that never gets a never gets full. Mm-hmm. That's why I say like you're always you're always feeding it, and you don't even know that you're feeding something that's always hungry. Yeah, you know what I mean that's how I look at it. And it's 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 a blessing because it gives you access to so many different points of views and possibilities of what you no know, you you can do and see, but also it can definitely become a toxic. You know, mm-hmm. toxic thing if you let it because you start. Because me personally, I had a horrible time um, comparing myself um, physically to things I saw on social media. Like, oh my gosh, like uh, a guy looks like he's really in shape. Oh my god, I can't believe he's wearing those nice shoes. And no one even like Jordan. They were like just like nice dress shoes. Like, because I like stuff like that. And I was yeah. like, oh man, those are nice dress shoes. Or that's a nice suit and like that. And I found myself like 
more so less appreciating and more envying. And then that that's when I felt like, oh my God, I feel like I'm losing what I value because I'm starting to get upset about things that I can't even take with me if I'm gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. When I, you're gone. Yeah. Because you will die at some point. Yeah. So I understand what you're saying. It's, yeah. To want to just get off of that stuff because it can be a blessing and a curse if you... Right. Yeah. And so it's something I'm... I'm looking into. I also have been posting, just seeing what people think. I don't know why. You know, sometimes I like to gauge where people are. So, so I enjoy hearing my voice. Who doesn't? I enjoy hearing your voice. Every time I'm in the shower, let me call this podcast real quick. I enjoy hearing my voice. Okay, shut up. You do podcast. So because of that, I like I do like to make little videos of myself on Instagram, right? And then I think I make really funny facial expressions. Okay, uh, you do, yeah. Okay, they're not ugly funny, but they're just like, why, is she, inter- why is she doing that? Yeah, yeah, they're like interesting, right? Yeah. And so I I enjoy recording myself and, and rewatching it. And then I also always like to see how people react. I that's one of my like pastimes. I will say random outlandish things I'll sometimes get an attitude just to see how people react I don't mean it I just want to see how someone will react yeah. people hate that I do that though because you never know if I'm being serious enough. Yeah. until I'm like oh that was sarcasm right Yeah. and then I feel bad because I'm like you didn't know <laughs> like you, th- you would think my They'll parents wouldn't know right like you would think people would know <laughs> yeah. anyways uh, but so I enjoy being and posting stuff right and so I've been posting asking people like do you think um People can live without social media. A business can thrive off social media. But I said it so it's like my career specifically. And I explained it a little bit. I don't know if you saw that. But I, I explained no, it. I didn't see it. Okay. No. It was through my story. I explained it. And people didn't understand it. Because then people started messaging me. And I'm like, okay, you don't understand what I'm saying. So I decided to go. So then I posted another thing. So for clarification, I don't mean a business page. Right? My business. Someone else can run my business page. It doesn't even have to be me. Right? Yeah. I run other people's People do all the time. Pages, right? Yeah, yeah. It's. Like, I don't want a personal page. Yeah. I don't want a Nine Made Thomas whatever page. Can I do that, like, career-wise? Yeah. And everyone, everyone. I think there were two people that was like, you could do it, but it's not smart. Everyone else was like, no, you're going to need it. You need a personal page. You need mm-hmm. a personal page. You need a personal page. For my business, for my career. And so, a part of me just wants to, like, prove them wrong and just get rid of my personal page. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it's something I'm, you know, playing on the fence with. Yeah. It's... I'm telling you, it's really, yeah, it's tough. I I can see how it could thrive, but I've seen, there's plenty of situations where you see where people, like, aren't on the radar, but they're, like, they're sought after, like, really well, especially, like, designers or, like, artists, or, like, people take really good pictures or do um, magazine covers, right. like, oh, I can't find this guy, oh, yeah, you're going to find him through this phone number, like, something like that, but... Um, even cults do that. Like Nexium was like that too. Like, oh, you have to come inside and know what we're about. Then we can convert you. Like, it's like very. It, it works. It yeah. can work, but I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Even know if it's hard or not, but it can work. But I, I will also say, there's been. Um, I've known, like an organization I work. I, I used to work with. I don't work with them anymore. But I used to work with. Uh, we wouldn't hire other people if they didn't have social media. Really? Like, I, I, that happens. If people, because we're in 2020, you don't have social media. Something's wrong killer? with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. People really yeah. think something's wrong with yeah. you. Yeah, you hit your wife. So, yeah. Or they think you're hiding something, mm-hmm. right? So, like, you can see, like, if you're dating a guy and stuff and he's, like, not anywhere. Or if you're dating a woman and they're nowhere on social media, yeah. you begin to worry. Like, what's wrong with you? You're hiding something. You got a boyfriend somewhere. You got a girl. Like, yeah. that's what people think. And so I know the organization, again, I don't work for them anymore, but they literally, they wouldn't do business with someone if they're not all social. Yeah. Which I think is really crazy how much that has changed. Like before, like people, even the military for a long time, the last don't tell, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, but now here we are, like, we, we, we want and we deserve, it's focused on the time, but we deserve to have access to who you are. And if we don't have that, then you can't work for this company where we're going to pay you $12 an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the offset doesn't, doesn't balance out what they're asking for because your life albeit it is out in the open it's still your own privacy it's still what you choose to show somebody so i think it's crazy just to see how that culture has changed for workplaces like it's it's wild how it's just evolved and i think there's also reality that i don't use my i also have given uh myself 
freely to people on my social right so there's a lot of people who literally just use their personal pages like every now and again but i i kind of do the most the extreme right like i have my family on there i show them and i i may give just a little bit more access but i don't know do you use your you have just one page right uh yeah one page yeah do you use that as do you share your comedy stuff on there uh i have my i have like three or four videos on there for actual my actual sets and then i, I was for a couple weeks doing comedy skits um so i put that stuff on there and but it's it's hard at least for me because uh i have a hard time with um i don't know if the word is marketing but i have a hard time getting people to see what i have to show because i my whole thing was like if i feel like i have a gift or something then do what you can to let people see that because you never know what opportunity could could come from that yeah. so I try to like do like funny stuff or videos and stuff like that, but sometimes like, and that's why I hope the comparison thing too will come in where like I'll see a video where people will get like a hundred thousand views, something like that, and then like I'll do a video and I'll get like thirteen views, and I'll be like, should I end it all today? Like because it's like it's it gets to you, and, yeah. and it's not that it's not funny, it's just that people aren't, I don't people have don't have access to it, you know what I mean? That people aren't seeing it, so I. I I do post them on there, but I, like I said, it doesn't get much traffic, so I don't think it would be even something that's something people would even be like, oh my gosh, like, look at this, look at this, look at this, like, because I don't post that much, and I think I got my own head, and that's why I don't do that much anymore, but yeah, it's it's hard, I feel like, for me at least. And also, too, I post, um, like, my photography and stuff like that, too. I post that stuff on there, or if I'm, like, going someplace nice or spend time with my brothers, I'll, like, post something like that on there, but mm-hmm. yeah. What are some of your goals for 2020? Uh, one of my goals is just to like find find some tranquility in my chaos. And chaos. No, in my chaos. Because oh. I feel like if I can do that, then I'll be able to balance it out a little more. And I'll be able to... Because I feel like there's free time and anything that you do, you just have to move things to make the time free. You know what I mean? So I feel like if I can find a way to balance it out, I can find a free time to do the things I want to do more. Because I want to do more uh, sets on stage. Um, I want to, that's my, one of my dreams, was to do like an hour-long set on stage. So that's a goal I have. I don't know if it'll be accomplished next year, but that's something I, I'm working to try to do next year, hopefully. Um, also finish uh, my my novel. I want to get that done and um, pay off my debt. Yeah, cause, which I'm currently doing is just you know, yeah, it's always a process. Yeah, yeah, it's always a process. I don't know. So I heard the third grapevine. No, I heard, actually heard from one man, and it's actually true. I googled it. If you pay, so you can obviously pay a larger amount, right? And that helps with the principal. Yeah. However, if you also pay, so if your bill is due on the 14th, but you pay it on the 1st of the month instead of the 14th, you're kicking 13 days of interest that occurs. So you actually would be paying less than your principal amount. Oh, I know that. So keep that in mind. Yeah. And I also because it's difficult, right? So like I have a car payment on the 14th, but I can't add a whole bunch of extra money on the 1st. Like yeah. my rent's too, I can't do that yeah. for me. But even if it's just like three days before, that's still three days of money that you're not paying an in interest. Yeah. Y'all keep them out. I I had no idea. Right. They're keeping this from us. Like everything else. Or so much other stuff. Right. And that's that's another thing I do with my social media. I like to share information that isn't easily accessible. Yeah. So I share that stuff on social. But um, I was going to say something. Uh Uh-oh. I did. I want to say I did see. um, Well, when I didn't see, I listened to one of your episodes about something I didn't know about the, um, the wages and I thought that was so interesting. You talked about how sixty five percent of black women get paid less than or is it sixty five percent sixty five percent less or sixty five percent of black women? I can't remember what you said the statistic was, but I know it was there was less than white people or white men in the workforce. And I thought it was crazy because uh recently uh my job I got called to the office one day and my boss was talking about things and she was like, Oh, she was like, um, I want to tell you that um, you're actually getting uh, paid a little more, and I was like, Oh, cool, great. She's like, Yeah. She's like, I was like, Why? I, it wasn't it wasn't my evaluation or my um, quarterly whatever thing, and I was like, Oh, that's weird. Why am I um, getting ready? And she was like, Oh, because they just want you to be making at the level everybody else is making, and I, 
I heard it at the time and I was just excited to hear that. But then when I got home, I thought, think about that. I was like, wait, does that mean this whole time? You started me. I, yeah. You started me lower. Mm-hmm. And I was like, should I be upset about that? And if I am upset, is there anything I can even do about that? Mm. Because technically, I, companies can make their own rules about what they want to do with money. But at the same time, I'm like, why this whole time if I've been giving my blood, sweat, and tears? Not necessarily that per se, but I've been giving you know, 100% to something or trying to be 100% to something and... I'm barely, I wasn't even at the level of everybody else. So that kind of, that kind of struck me. And then like when you, I don't know if I heard your podcast episode before or after that, but it brought me back to that whole thing about, you know, people of color um, and, and women too, as you said, um, how we get paid less than other people. And I was just like, man, that's, that's real. Like, yeah. And that, yeah. And I mean, someone, whoever's listening to this, correct me if, if I'm saying this wrong. But the last time I checked, and I believe it was, when did I post that? Because it was, it was Black Women's Equal Pay Day specifically. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think that was in, because Latin women also have their own. Oh, they do? Okay. Yes. But I think that one, I think the Latin one, when did I start my, I started my podcast in August. So I think it was October, November. Um, but yes, so last time I checked was white men obviously get paid the most and then it goes to Asian men, um, black men and Latino men and then indigenous natives. And then for women is the same order. Um, yeah, it's the same order. White, uh, Asian, Asian, black, Latin, and then indigenous. indigenous. The only thing though is that. So, so black women compared to white men making less, but each women's also making less than each man. Oh, I see. On top so of that. So black women is not only just making less than white women, but they're also making less, less than, than every single man up I there. I see. Um, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, someone. I can't remember the stats. I'm sorry. I couldn't even tell you that. But I think... So I, I made a mission and I haven't started nor completed you know you get sidetracked things oh yeah a lot of stuff is demanding for your attention and it's hard to to fully focus yeah but i wanted to study work in the bible and it was uh so there was a point where i i I do consulting and teach yeah dance classes and and do speaking engagements and then run my small business right like that's what i do um i don't get paid like i used to there's a lot of days where I literally have to look at my check and say, okay, Naime, this month, what aren't you going to do? Because you just can't. Yeah. And I, I'm okay with it. I'm not, oh, woohoo. Like, there's days where it's stressful, right? Like, oh my yeah. gosh, what am I going to do? It always, it always works out. God always makes it work out. But I'm a lot more conscious of my, my spending habits. Um, but during this time, I started to realize how much time and effort I was putting into other people's businesses. And then not only that, but then how much time and effort they were forcing out of me. Mm-hmm. Because again, as a consultant, I work, for, I, I give stuff to other people yeah. on their behalf. And it made me just think, uh, there's a lot of, there's a few of them, not a lot. There's maybe two of the three. There's three of the, anyways, there's a few of them. <laughs> well, two of the three is the right. majority. <laughs> so that's a lot. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm consulting for, a few, well, I was consulting, but you know, it ends at some point. Yeah. But anyways, there's a few organizations I'm still consulting for. But maybe two of the, of the few that I was, that are lasting, um, Demand it full time work out mm-hmm. of me. I'm not a full time employee. Not full time pay. Not full time pay, but I'm also not full time hours. Like mm-hmm. that, the work I do is not for that. Yeah. Like I can't give you full time type of situation. Um, and it just made me think of how we as a society has said this is how you're supposed to work. Yeah. Right. So you work a full time job. Yeah. So you work 365 days. Yeah. Basically, you're supposed to right with a few days off. Yeah. Holidays. Um, and stuff. To get paid a certain amount for them to give you what two weeks of leave pay. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. You give them all of your year, a whole year, with a few days they have to give you off, right? Because there's some yeah. holidays that like, you legally have yeah. to have off. For you to only get two weeks of paid leave. Yeah. Or paid vacation, whatever. Two weeks. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and a I lot of companies, too, they, t- they take the PTO you earn for that two weeks. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point in building it up? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And then so, and then there's also, people love to try to say... 
it's expensive, employees are expensive, right? You have to pay this, 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 and the other. But it's like, but compared to how much money I probably bring you, I promise you, you paying me to be here, paying for my 401k, paying yeah. for my, like all this stuff, I promise you is a lot less yeah. than what you, than what I'm bringing in. And because of this, like I said, I haven't fully studied it, but I just, I feel like this is not the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Like we're not supposed to be like this, but because the people at top have not changed the yeah. laws. Because like, it works for them. Right. That's why. It's 2020, and we're still working full-time hours. Like, come yeah. on, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're still at the bottom of the like, education list. We're at the bottom of a lot of things. It's yeah, not like which we're, is crazy. Because we give so much time, effort, and energy, you would think. And there's countries that are giving less time, the but same focus, more even more focus, getting more done, mm. getting better results. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think, I think work is a... And that's why I, I, wanna, I don't want to keep giving my money to people like that. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't want to keep giving my money to... Um, and I love Nike, right? Like, I love Nike. But I don't want to give my money to them when they're paying children across the, the world. Yeah. Small amounts who go home and have nothing to go to anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when bread's a full course meal for them. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Yeah, I could I could talk about this for hours. You know, I could listen for hours because there's a lot of there's a lot of valid points to know what you're saying. It, it's really, really like a, a a thing that's not conscious on people's minds because right. we're so programmed to just do the drone work. You know what I mean? We're, it's drilled in us even at an early age. You know, even at, in, even school teaches that. You know, you come at a certain time, you do a certain thing, and you leave. That's the routine, then you get your diploma eventually, or hopefully. So it's always been the structure of how we do things, and when it's out of the norm, like when we take, like for instance, when we take a field trip, that's out of the norm. But it, it's so much. But in those field trips, you learn so much. Yeah. Like a field trip at the zoo, you can learn so much about the animal and stuff like that, and and you retain it. And it's a short amount of time, but you learn so much. And then you take a test and you ace it. You know what I mean? So I I think when what shifts is the way you do it, like you're saying, like the way we're doing work, it feels crazy because, like you said, we only get two weeks off out of three or six five days of the year. Right. It's it's doesn't feel like the gain is worth the reward, really. But it's it's a it's a mouse wheel. Mm-hmm. We have to, right? We we yeah. have to. But I would also say I think, um, and this goes back to like my my community days right my days i was working um doing why am i forgetting the term like organizing my organizing days my community organizing days Uh where my whole goal right was to get specifically the black community that's who i was my target is but specifically just getting or all together just getting people to stop complaining and then move into action because there's a reality right like Kim will be coming home in two hours, and I promise you she'll be complaining about how tight she is in her day and stuff. And it's mm. like... It's like, Kim, shut up. <laughs> no. Wait, I did not notice Kim is not in this episode today. Kim, enough or Goodness <laughs> gracious. Jeez, Louise, Kim. <laughs> Another <But> day, <laughs> Kim. <laughs> but it goes from the complaining to the, the moving in action. Right. Yeah. Because um, that has to that has to be the response. Right. It has to be. Not not saying that people don't want to do it, but it has to be in order for them to happen. And then that's the other thing. It makes so, so it makes me think of. Uh, and let me use this example. I don't know if Kim actually listens to my episodes when she's not on them. Oh. So <laughs> probably not. <laughs> so I don't know if Kim's gonna hear this. Sip of her strawberry lemonade. <laughs> talking and, and when I decided so I, I decided that I wanted to try to become plastic free zero waste um, ethically made shopper right that's that's the lifestyle I want to live okay and so um, there are a few things that I was like hey this is what I would like to do first off recycling I want to be great at recycling right this is the thing you can recycle let's do it you have to clean it off you have to do it like this but then I told her you know if you don't want to though leave it here or something and I'll take care of it kind of thing, right? Making it more convenient, yeah. okay? This word convenient. And there were a few things that, you know, I began to like slowly get into. 
Um, and there was one thing where I was like, hey, so I normally buy napkins. That's just, I just normally buy napkins. Yeah. Um, but becoming zero waste, that means I can't throw stuff away, meaning no more napkins. So now I've done where we have uh, like handkerchiefs, basically. like The cloth ones. And stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, and you just throw them in the washer and then you reuse them, right? Now, at first, when I first brought it up to Kim, Kim asked me, like, are you going to buy paper towels? I said, no. And then she's like, what? What do you mean? And I explained to her and then she said, like, she looked at me. And she was just like, well, that's just inconvenient. If you look, there's no paper towels over there. She ain't bought none. Yeah. So obviously she's been doing what I've been yeah. doing. <laughs> but <laughs> the point is, is, is that that's the problem. Um, Kim was like, I support you 100%, but it's inconvenient. And, 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 no, and I'm not trying to put Kim on the spot, but I'm just pointing to that as, as the example of, that's why a lot of people don't do things. Because it's harder. Because it's just inconvenient. Mm, it's out of the way. It's yeah. inconvenient for me to to do this or or to say something. Even though if we all literally stopped buying Nike, Nike would probably stop doing something. Yeah. You know what I'm um, but the, but it's also there's never it's, nothing's black and white. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Because you also have the reality that like Nike is doing some garbage things, but they also like even if if you think about it, they. Um, like the people who buy their stuff typically are are black, mm-hmm. shoes specifically, right? But they ignore the black community in a lot of areas. But they're also paying black athletes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like a good amount of money, mm-hmm. and they're giving access to black athletes who wouldn't have that. So it's like a this hate love relationship of like you're doing these things. Even if you think about um, Kaepernick, right? Yeah, that, that little the shoe deal he did. Yeah. Right. It's like, okay, well, that's great that you're giving him this, but obviously they're using you. Mm-hmm. They don't care about your, your goal and what you're trying to do with, you know, uprising the black community yeah. and all that stuff. They're just using you. That's going to sell more shoes. But you can also make an impact in that way. Mm-hmm. So it's like this balanced beam of we have to find balance. Yeah. And that's why I think that's my, my goal of 2020. It's so funny, actually. My main goal... The main, I always give myself a quote or a word or a phrase every year. And my word of this year is balance. Mm. I just want to be balanced. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't want to be, I don't want my balance to be inconvenient for someone else. Yeah. I don't want my balance to be a problem for someone else. Like balance is important to me, but not in, in, um, in the, what's the word? Not in the, what word am I looking for? Uh... <laughs> I have no idea. Give me a balance, clue, Pat. <laughs> balance is important to me, but not in the detriment of someone else. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not in the risk of someone yeah, else. Yeah, like bringing them down or yes. yeah, hurting them or and, taking away. And it makes me think of, like, even when I throw away garbage, right? Because there's obviously I'm not completely zero waste. It's very difficult, especially when I'm still trying to get rid of the stuff I own. Yeah. Um, but... I'm definitely more mindful now knowing that there's a possibility that, you know, people who do not have homes are going through the trash can. Yeah. Looking for food to eat and stuff to eat. Like, I'm more mindful of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm more, mm-hmm. I'm more mindful of things. Not perfect, but I think if we all just became more mindful, but then also, not just the mindful, right? Not just the knowing, oh, it's in my mind, I know about it, but like, okay, what does this action look like? Yeah. I think we could, we could figure out how black women you know, wouldn't get paid less. Yeah. You know, raising that awareness. Because like you said, you didn't know about it. Yeah, I had no idea. No idea. So Until think about how many other people... Don't know. Mm-hmm. Especially because that's not something we talk about. Yeah. Which, we've had this conversation. You you mentioned this. No, but a little bit. You mentioned this when I saw you Sunday. And you were like, what do you say about my period? I talk periods and... Oh, what? yeah, yeah. What was it, periods and... Um, uh, shoot. Yeah, I'm on the spot now. Um... I remember, okay, so it was periods, and then, and then, um, I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> but, yes, but basically, basically the, the point of the conversation was you, you, you basically were like, you, you talk about things yeah. that people don't talk about. Yeah. Mental health. Mental health. Mental, mental health? Yeah, okay. mental health. So, yeah. because these are things that we're not, right? So, in the idea of periods, I, I had a, I said something about Jordan, and I brought up my period. Oh, I was talking about my diet, and how, um... I went to the doctors, and so I'm underweight, and they were like, 
have you noticed any changes? I'm like, well, I've always been underweight my whole life. I don't know, blah, blah. She's like, well, what have you noticed about your period? I was like, oh, well, that's changed. Which I used to be, and now I'm just giving more information than that shit. Anyway, <laughs> but it used to be like very regular. Okay, uh-huh. now it's very irregular. And she was like, the only thing I could think of is because you're underweight. And now you're, you're older. You're 27, baby. Like, I'm about to be 27 in two weeks. So mm-hmm. like, Next week, I'll be 27. So it's like, that matters, yeah. right? And so the point I'm trying to make is that, and so I brought something up like that, and Jordan was said something along the lines of, why are you always talking about your period? And it's like, because I have to talk about my, about my period, so on the day, Jordan, that I have to go and I need people to rally for me so they can stop taxing me all this money for my to have my period, mm-hmm. I can trust that you would go over there. Yeah, and help me. Yeah, right. And it's advocate. like, but we don't want to talk about this. Yeah. People don't want to say, yeah, I'm struggling. That's what, and that's what I like to do with my comedy. So, uh, me, I'm very open about sexuality and talk about sexuality and um, things of that nature. And a lot of people will tell me, like, "Why are you always, always so nasty?" Things like that. I'm like, I don't think that I'm being nasty. I just think that you're not used to hearing this stuff. You know what I mean? So, if it's uncomfortable for you, it's because you're not used to it. And I feel like that's what. Society always taught us that you no know, things like our bodies are we shouldn't talk about them. We shouldn't talk about like periods, our weight, or our sexuality, or, or sex in general. That stuff is behind doors only. But the dialogue needs to be there, right? Because it's important to who we are as not just society, but as people, our individuals. A lot of our individuality is in like our periods or our weight or how we perceive ourselves and. I feel like the world has spent so much of its time marketing what not to like, what not to talk about, what what's not acceptable. Whereas now, so no, cinema has done a, a pretty decent job about bringing some things out in the open to light uh, through through the art of films. But at the same time, those conversations sometimes stop at the end of that film. You know what I mean? So for you to talk about periods, I yeah, it's uncomfortable to hear, but it's not something that doesn't need to be talked about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's something that is happening. It's something that always is going to happen. And right. it's something that we as a society and as people, as men too, should get used to and behind and open up that dialogue. Because I would never address a woman or period. But if you give me the, the chance to have a dialogue with you about it, like when you, you bring it up, that opens dialogue. That, that right. opens understanding. That opens a community. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's how I try to build my comedy when I talk about sexual things like that my mom too uh i i tell this bit <laughs> about how my mom didn't really know how to navigate me during puberty and um you know when you go to puberty you get wet dreams things like that you get erections and stuff like that so my mom her way of letting me know <laughs> that how my body was changing is when i get an erection i'll be asleep mind you and she would go and she'd be like what's that what's that <laughs> and she would flick it <laughs> what's, what's that What's up, Santa? And I'd be like, Mom, and that would that <laughs> traumatize me. And I tell that story on on stage, and my mom one day she went to one of my show, and she was like, "Why? Please stop telling that story, please." And I was like, "Why is the truth? I know it's uncomfortable to hear, but that's a dialogue right there about how to communicate with your kids about." You know their body's changing because that is a way of communicating it. I don't know if it was the right way or the wrong way, but that's still a way of doing it. But me telling that story makes people think about, oh my gosh, like that is that is something that's uncomfortable to think about. You know your your son as a woman having their first erection or you seeing them for erection for the first time when this kid came out of me. Now I'm seeing them with a hard on. You know, what I mean? it's it's a full circle thing, but it's not something that women. I, I don't know if they do or not, but it's not something I hear a lot from women about their sons or, you know what I mean? Or yeah, I hear about periods a lot from, like, because oh, my daughter started her first period, but you never hear about, oh, my son had got his first erection. You never hear that. And I, I also want to add to that, though. What? Your mother's a single mother. Yeah. She was. Yes. And so I think a lot of that conversation normally, it's like, if there's men in the house, it's like, you have that with the man. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? like, Talk to your dad about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah. no, but you're right. You're right. Those These aren't conversations that are typical they're not they're not they're not but, but like you said they should be right and and i mean there's always uh a way to go about it yes. yeah so like when i'm talking about my period no i'm not saying oh my gosh today exactly. was just blood like, no, yeah I'm not yeah doing, right i'm not <laughs> trying to make anyone feel uncomfortable yeah but i am 
I am honest in, in, in being in the idea of like, yes, I do get a period. And yeah. yes, at the moment, my period is irregular because of my diet. But that in my head would then be like, oh, I can help you gain weight. Thank you. Maybe my period be right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Because some might have a solution, but they won't right. really have a problem if you don't talk about it. And, and, that, and, and again, not, and I know not everyone feels this way. And I know a lot of people hate it. Even Kim every now and then. Uh, which is interesting. She's so free to talk about her period, but when I discuss mine, she gets she gets uncomfortable. She's like, I mean spaghetti here. Come on, Naime. <laughs> but even in that, like it's just it's a it's a very taboo conversation. Yeah, it is. Um, but since we're talking about periods, <laughs> okay. There's also a lot of women in different countries um, who. So so periods it's different for everyone. Typically, it would last maybe three to, to or seven days, right? Yeah. Um, the, the happy median is five. So most women receive their period for five days. There are girls in different countries who do not have something to cover themselves. Yeah. So when they're on their period, they miss school. Oh. When they're on their period, they can't go out. They have to stay inside. For five days. For five days in wow. just blood, right? So it's like, that's awareness. Did you know that? No, I did not know that You know all. what I'm saying? And, it, and, and it's like, we, we are choosing to ignore, especially if you, especially, I mean, Sorry, America, the United States, I should say. The United States is very liberal. So we, we, we talk about whatever and anywhere, mm-hmm. right? But in other countries, you don't. Yeah, you can't. We get killed. Right. Sometimes. Which I don't think is... Excuse me. I don't think is right, yet I also don't think I have any place to tell someone in another excuse me, place where I don't live and mm-hmm. never grew up in how they can talk. Yeah. So I don't. Like, I don't tell other people. I bring it up, and if someone feels uncomfortable, they say, hey, stop doing that. Okay, I'll stop doing it. Yeah. No one's ever told me to stop, though. They just make jokes <laughs> about it. But yeah. if y'all are uncomfortable about something, let me know. Unfollow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Unsubscribe. I mean, that, that, that's yeah. a real thing, yeah, though. Yeah, it is. Like, oh, and by the way, yeah, subscribe to my podcast. <laughs> I Follow me iTunes, say this. Snapchat, <laughs> Tinder, Grindr. I don't. I'm not on it either. Bumble. <laughs> hook me up. Spang me. Choke me. Stop. Are those real things? I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought you were so upset. Anyways, we've been talking for almost an hour. Is there anything you want to say to the people? Nothing really, honestly. I mean, I was just really answering questions and listening to you about periods. Hey, what were, what were we drinking? I totally forgot. What are you drinking? You're drinking something nasty. I didn't get this from you. Uh, it's called Rain Total Body Fuel Orange Dreamsicle. Uh, it has coenzyme Q10 and electrolytes. So I, I usually try to... Um, drink these at least like three times a week because that's when I go to the gym usually like three times a week so it really helps me because it has nothing like it has no sugar no protein in it no it only has uh, doesn't have protein don't you want protein well I get that from muscle milk and things like oh. that muscle milk get strong bones today another sponsor um, but it has potassium vitamin B6 niacin vitamin B12 um, only bad thing I see on this thing is 10 percent sodium that's it really but it's an energy drink i don't yeah, like energy because it uses natural uh caffeine the b12 that's why and that's what gives you the energy and it wakes you up like one time i drunk and i was really tired i was so wired i actually punched a horse oh my gosh you're done talking <laughs> all right guys daniel butler thank you for of course. coming thank you for having uh, me that yeah fun. I'm excited for you guys to see more of his work uh, because we're going to be doing a collab. He does not know this yet. No, I don't know this. But, I'm hearing this. Uh, <laughs> but as he was speaking, I had a few little ideas pop in my, into my head. So, guys, I'm going to go because I'm going to share these ideas with him. So, thank you for listening uh, wherever oh, you are in the me. world. Oh, I mean, I normally put in the show. But I'm like, <laughs> okay. no one reads our show notes. Do you read the show notes? I do if I'm not driving. Okay, yeah. so you go ahead. Where can we find you, Okay, sir? so you can follow me if you do want to see my works like that. I'm on uh, Instagram at Nathaniel Butler Official. My first name is spelled N-A-T-H-A-N-A-E-L. Remember, it's A, not I. I'm not white, so put that A in there, not I. Um, I'm on Instagram, like I said, Nathaniel Butler Official. I'm on Facebook, uh, Nathaniel Butler um, Comedy. That's my comedy page. And um, yeah, follow me on there. Also, I have my own podcast as well called uh, Talk is Deep, which uh, Naime was uh, gracious enough to be on, which is one of my earlier episodes, which I you should check it out. It was really, really cool and a lot of uh, really good insight and a lot of things. So if you are interested in seeing some more about her without uh, her talking as much. Um, <laughs> you can... I know I got the whole bunch of <laughs> I'm not mad, but don't worry. Uh, yeah, you can check it out. Um, she's on there at one of the episodes. And um, yeah, it's on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
um, Anchor, uh, Grinder. No, I'm just kidding, not Grinder. But uh, yeah, it's on all the platforms where you get your um, music and stuff on there. So yeah, check it out if you got some free time, if you want to laugh, because I do talk a lot about funny things and comedy and yeah. Hey, well, you heard it <laughs> here first, folks. And uh, happy New Year! Yeah, Happy New Year! Yeah. This, this, it's going to be a New Year by the time you hear this. So, uh, stay up, you know. <laughs> stay up, you know. <laughs> I challenge you to actually complete your goals this year. That's a challenge. Or don't even make goals, so you don't disappoint yourself. What is the deal with that? People always give up. Don't give up. Don't quit. Just do it. There's only one life you live, and when you're gone, you're gone. So don't quit. Keep to that goal or don't make a goal so don't disappoint yourself. That's all I'm telling you. I don't know who you are, Samantha, Greg, Nancy, <laughs> Bill, whoever's listening. Don't quit or don't do it. That's all. Well, that's all. That's all, folks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>